Welcome back to Nagmamaranong. We are your hosts, Micah Andres, Tixari, and Andren, the clean face. That Fucking simps. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey guys, guys, to see my like... new face, to see my new face, watch our live streams on Facebook. Just type Nagmamarunong to see my new face. And to yeah, hold on true. to your sanity, continue listening to us on the Spotify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my face. All right. Is... If you guys like this, um, if you guys like this stupid podcast, like, share us on your social media. Uh, share this on, um, share the Spotify link to your friends, your family, your pastor. Your psychiatrist, whoever. This is the reason why you need help. Um, we have a live stream every Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Facebook. If you guys are interested, you guys can check that out. And we are now on episode 25 of um, of our Spotify podcast. But we are on episode, I think, I think 190 on live stream. Then, no? almost. We're at 180 something, right? We're at... The next, uh, the next episode is one ninety already. All right, we are, we are almost, we are almost at two hundred episode number two hundred. And the thing is, when we started the Gmamaranong, the first, I think six months or less, ilang ilang months ba tayo? We were doing this every fucking day, and we started yeah. this pod, we started <laughs> this live stream. <laughs> yeah, we started this live stream because we were under quarantine, and we are now reaching. I think in two weeks or next week, we are going to be reaching the one-year anniversary of the the lockdown in the Philippines, at least. We have had the longest lockdown in the entire world. We are still under general community quarantine. It started on March 15. They said two weeks. And after two weeks, they were like, yeah, we'll extend it another couple of weeks. And another couple of weeks, we were like, "Yeah, we're gonna have MECQ now." So it's been um, it's been pretty rough. Uh, Mike, when did quarantine start sa Kuala Lumpur? We started, I think, begin um, like second or th- uh, second week or second week ish of March. Second week ish of March. Yeah. So it it's been a while for everybody. And so many things have happened in the past year because of um, because of the lockdown. And I just want to go quickly through the timeline from March 2020 to March 2021. Because we're here. One year later, we survived. Thank God or Satan, whoever. Yes. Think whatever. Walang, na, walang, walang nagka-corona. Walang nagka-corona sa ating walang tatlo. Nag, walang nagka-corona sa ating tatlo. Um, yeah. Very, we are very lucky. Our privileges protected us, but are we better off now than we were a year ago? So I just want to go through the timeline real quick because it's kind of hard to believe. It's been, it's been, a, it's been almost a. It's well, you know what? It's been a year. It has been almost exactly one year since this crazy fucking thing started. Because March 4, twenty twenty. What ha- what was happening? What was happening in your lives? First week of March, twenty twenty. Mike, what was going on with you? Well, let's not forget now. Like the Corona thing didn't happen out of nowhere, right? We were all, you were all watching it happen. You were all watching all these places na, that were starting to lock down, and they are having to put, you know, um, 
having to put like uh, SOPs into place, you know, um, social distancing and wearing of masks and all these things. And while all those things were happening, it was almost to the point na parang, um, I think sa KL kami naging ano kami, overconfident. Yung parang ang nangyari is everybody felt na, ah, hindi, we're just going to be careful about this and, um, and then nothing bad will happen. Um, we thought na, oh, we'll just wait, we'll just wait this out. Um, we won't right. need, we won't need to lock down. So um, for me, what was happening, I'll tell you what was happening to me the night, the night right before they announced magla lockdown in two days. I was at an open mic where nobody showed up. <laughs> because um, at the weeks leading towards that, everybody was already scared. And then a bunch of us just sat down and then just um, started, um, nag-workshop na lang kami. Tapos, yeah, and then those, and then the next time I saw those guys was like, you know, four, five months later yata when they reopened stuff again. Pero, yeah, it was, um, it, was not, it wasn't completely out of nowhere. We were all bracing for the eventuality. Pero it all felt like, it was just going to be like um, parang mini versions of what we were already doing, not, you know, a complete shutdown of all outdoor activities. It was a strange time, you know, kasi parang, um, when was our last open mic, Andrin? Sa open show mic. When was the last one you went to at least? I went to like, what was our last one? I think it was the end of March. Kasi what I remember is like, ang last gig ko was with Red and Vic. Dun sa two boys, one mic's a BGC. So, right. Yeah, when was that? Fuck. Basta nandun sa poster, and I'm assuming... Well, nag-lockdown nag 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 kasi ang Metro Manila, March 17. Um, I did not go to the open mic the week before that. So, the week before that, the two weeks before lockdown... So, and you're right, Mike. It, it, it's not like it came out of nowhere. Pero at least in the Philippines, at least for me... I think the biggest inconvenience was um, my girlfriend and I were supposed to go to Taiwan for our anniversary. Uh, we were supposed to go parang March, I think, 7 to 10. No, sorry, March, yeah, 7 to 10. It was going to be my first time in Taiwan. And a month before that, in February of 2020, I think like January palang, we were all hearing about this weird, um, crazy, new, like, flu in China but I think in January it was, you know, it was eclipsed by Kobe Bryant dying, fucking Ta'al exploding. I mean, there were just so many things happening in January 2020 na when February February rolled around, you were like, what is this corona? Ano to? Yung SARS-CoV? What is this? Coronavirus? That's not gonna happen, but then they, they shut down Taiwan and and Philippine Airlines had to cancel our flights. So for me, that was just the biggest hassle. And then by the first week of March, yeah, we were like, parang, whoa, this, this this thing called coronavirus, it's kind of, um, it looks pretty serious. And I keep telling the story, my girlfriend and I were March, 30, March 12 to 15, we were at the beach, we were in Puerto Lera. And we arrived March 13, March 14, they announced, oh, magkakaroon ng, ano, magkakaroon tayo ng lockdown. 
So we had to go home. We were there for like 40, no, 36 hours in Puerto Galera. We had to make our way back. And then lockdown started, right? Andren, what yeah. were you going through March? Oh, like first first uh, couple of weeks of March. I remember, I remember. Naisip ko lang nung sinabi ni Mikey na nag-cancel yung Philippine Airlines. Sabi niya, oh, we have to cancel your flight. And you'll be like, ah, fuck this coronavirus. And they're like, huh? Oh, no, no, we're just canceling because we're a shitty airline. Walang kinalaman ko sa coronavirus. No, no, we're canceling because we hate you. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, they, um, they, uh, they, uh, oh, for, exactly. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm surprised. If they do pay you, then you know, then hell froze over already. Um, Andrin, for reference, uh, two boys, one might happen on January 30th. And then it's a BGC. You with me? Yeah, there were two. There were two shows. Because remember, remember when March started, Alex Kalia had just like no, actually February palang eh. February palang Alex Kalia had already signed, not signed, but he had a agreement with one of the bars in BGC. I don't know if you heard yeah. about this, Mike. Pero I think so. Guy, sorry, two boys, two boys, one Mike. Um, happened all of March, so I don't know. Kailan yes. ka It was all yeah. Wednesdays of March, so depend. Yeah. I don't know which yeah. one you did. Because here's what was gonna happen. So I don't know if you knew about this, pero around February. Alex Calleja called pretty much everybody in Comedy Manila to show up at this karaoke bar in BGC and the Fourth Strip, uh, where we used to do uh, no, where we used to do the keg, de ba? Yeah. Yep. And the, the he's he introduced us to the owner of this um, karaoke bar, and he was like, "Listen, I am converting this into like a stand-up comedy club, and I'm not talking mm-hmm. about gay insult kind. I'm talking about the Comedy Manila kind. I want Comedy Manila." In my in my in my in my bar every day of the week, and I wanted to become like the first stand-up comedy club in the Philippines. And we were just like, this is like the height of excitement. And Alex was so excited. He was like, this is what we've been working towards, you know. Exactly. Now the work is going to start, diba? So we were everybody was planning things, diba? Two boys, one mic. Uh, they were gonna bring that there. Um, Sila Jeep were gonna have specials. Everybody was gonna get stage time the entirety of March. And um, then, yeah. And then lockdown happened. And voila. Now we all suck again. (laughs) Now we all suck again. That's true. So that that was the start of quarantine. And then the rest of the year, um, I've started trying... For some reason, I don't know about you guys. Um, tell me about how you kind of try to make sense of time in 2020. Yeah. But for me, in my head mentally, because it's about 2019. If you think about 2019, I think about 2019 in terms of like months. So para, okay, January, these things happened. Uh, February, these things happened. So on and so forth. I can't seem to do that for 2020 in my head. Right now, parang hindi ko kaya. Like it's just everything was melded into like. Now I measure time for 2020. I measure 2020 in the in the fads na nangyare. So like the first part of quarantine, everybody was baking for some reason. Everybody was baking bread. Um, tapos after that, everybody started doing so dalgona coffee. 
no, 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 Eating sushi bake, baking sushi bake, selling sushi bake. It was it was weird. It's like it's just it was it wasn't that good. Sorry, I'm not into it. Everybody started doing dalgona. Did you guys do yes, dalgona sir. coffee? I don't um hindi ako sushi expert, but I think what makes sushi good is like the portioning, the, the portioning <laughs> of the sushis and slices. I think that's a big part of what makes I mean, sushi good. The, the problem with both of you. Is you guys are just very close-minded in what your perception of <laughs> what sushi can be. Uh, sushi is we we have us 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 fucking pigs have culturally appropriated sushi to be the thing that we wanted, which is just hey, what if this cold piece of shit was hot? <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the, the thing, though. Wait, wait, by the way, Mikey, the you see sushi oh. people. There was OCD motherfuckers. You mga sushi masters. I have practiced 30 years to make sushi. You <laughs> a sense of psychopath. Let's all throw the ingredients in one tray and shove it in your fat face. I have tried to make sushi bake on my own. And I cannot look any sushi chef in the eye after I've done it. Because it will... I, he knows the shame that's living inside me. I saw a post and I, I've been trying to look for it right now actually, but I can't find it anymore. This person selling sushi bake was like, Jiro, who? Try our new sushi bake. And I'm like, do you just compare yourself <laughs> to the so legendary awesome. sushi ma- Are you fucking uh, I'm sorry. I love I love sushi bake, but th- that person who said Jiro who can uh can go fuck themselves can shove the sushi bake up their ass. That is that is just that is that is a that is a level of arrogance and misplaced marketing that is um that is uncalled for. Because um you, you you're not you've not you have not uh, you have not invented the wheel. Uh, you club the guy over the head and just put sparkly things around the wheel that you found. You didn't do anything. I mean, thing, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying it's this. I'm not saying sushi bake is gross. Ang sa akin lang, it's just it's one of those things that parang you eat it a couple of times and you're like, yeah, all right. But it's like, meh. It's just baked fish, it's cheese, just, and rice. Yeah, it's just fried rice with seaweed. I mean, what the you fuck know that eventually. Um, not to get too much off topic, but maybe this is on topic. What might happen is that people just get sick and tired of all the foods that they've normally have. That will eventually, you will start deconstructing other foods. Like That's a very good somebody, point. Somebody <laughs> might say, um, ha guys, guys, merong bagong fad. It's called the lasagna burger. And it's just, <laughs> it's just a piece of lasagna inside, in, in between two breads. Tapos magkakaroon ng splinter group. Guys, I'm sorry. Huh? Guys, I'm sorry. Lasagna okay. bread. Sorry, guys. Lasagna burger can only be had with a brioche bun. The people who are using baguettes are just the worst people in the world. They're Nazis. And you, both of okay. you guys, both of you guys should jump off a cliff. <laughs> it's just, okay, I get. Hey, I have top, top of popcorn. Up. <laughs> I, mean, look, I get it, Mike. Maganda yung point mo na parang. By the time the sushi bake became a fad, people had been on lockdown for like two months. And 
uh, I don't know how it was in 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 KL, pero dito, like no one was allowed to go out. There were and it was scary here because like you had reports of police just like and you know Duterte police. Sorry if you're a Duterte supporter, but like you have to realize that the police during Duterte's time they're no longer like these alam yon, funny inept characters in a sitcom. They were now fucking killers. Okay, they were killers. And you can't just be like walking around. It was it was kind of like martial law. You couldn't fucking step out of your house, you know. At the worst Everything. Time. Uh, and yeah, tapos parang so I got it. I get it. You know, na parang people were going stir crazy. Uh, the Dalgona coffee coffee fad like just kind of came and went. Uh, it was too much hassle for everybody. Pero everybody said I tried it. It was not good. Um, then the sushi bake thing happened, and you're right. No, it is because people were just like, "Puta, ina minudo na naman, tang ina so na sushi, so na sushi, <laughs> minig de deliver ba na sushi? Wala, fuck. What do we do? How about lagay tayo ng kanin sa foil na lalagyanan, okay? And we just put tayo na galunggong pare. Puta hindi sushi yon. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We'll put cheese, a lot of cheese, para hindi mo malasahan na galunggong siya. And you're like, man, you're a fucking genius. And I'm glad the sushi bake fad went went away because if it and didn't, then, yeah. And then ube cheese diba went after. Nah, it was um ube pandesal. Ube pandesal. Yeah. Suddenly everybody, and that was related to the baking phase of of quarantine. <laughs> ube cheese. Ube pandesal. Everybody started selling ube pandesal. You're like, what the hell's going on? I mean, I like it. It was good because suddenly everybody had all these new hobbies. You saw it. Like, people were doing the, the 25 push-ups for 25 days. That bullshit. And uh, yeah. and then everybody you know, started watching Mikey, Netflix. Mikey, did you, did you notice? Makikita mo kung ano yung usong pagkain ng quarantine sa timeline ni James Karan. <laughs> Guys, sa timeline ni James Karan, cool, pals. <laughs> Month one, kumakain siya ng ube cheese. Tapos yung second week, kumakain siya ng sushi bake. Tapos yung lahat na ng produkto, kinakain. I mean, si Jim Cara was getting bored. He was getting bored. They were in they were in Pasay. They live in Pasay. That was one of like strictest lockdowns in all of Metro Manila. Andren was fucking stuck alone in his condo in QC. Like no one was there except him. We felt so bad for Andren. That was one of the reasons, Andrew, why I wanted you on the show every day. Because I was feeling like, oh my God, let's let's get Andrew something to do every day. Man jumps from condo. Can I tell a story? A quick one lang. Yeah. Man man jumps from condo because he realized he did 200 episodes of Nagmamarunong. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Before I got the, the lockdown happened, me, uh, my office mate Sari and Ryan were in the office, and it was eerily quiet. It was very quiet on the streets. Yeah, I, I will never forget the, that day in the week. I say we were knowing about the lockdown through increments. It was like yeah. a movie, like first talk Because next tangina pare, bakat to magalto na six months up in Ryan. Alam mo yung nasa sense mo yung panic sa office na. Sabi niya, ano pa bang kinagawa natin dito puto yun? Like you escalation. I'll never. Yeah, dude, streets were so quiet. That's that's the thing that I'll never forget before the lockdown. How everything I mean, went quiet, pare. I mean, okay, here's uh, yeah. here's what happened to us. 
So we get yeah, to we happened? get to Puerto Galera on March 13. That was a Wednesday, and we and we arrived like to go to late afternoon. Na. we stayed at this hippie hotel because that was all we could afford. Then at lunchtime, around lunchtime, kind of settled in, uh, went around for a bit, had dinner, and then we had one full day. March 14. Okay, Thursday. There was no parang alam man, everything was relaxed. Okay, we went to this one beach in Puerto Galera. It was a it was quiet, no one was there. And we were just sitting on the beach. It was nice. You know that feeling na parang oh this is such a nice feeling. You're at the beach. You have no trouble, you have no cares in the world. And then Israel calls me and he's like, "Pare, may tumawag sa atin na parang gusto atang mag-organize ng show." Like a multi-city show. And, you know, she's asking which comedians are available. And I'm like, yeah, I'm available. And this lady calls and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're um, planning this thing. So parang uh, Metro Manila, a few locations in Metro Manila, a few locations in Longapo, a few locations in Baguio. Like it was going to be a multi-city comedy tour. And in oh, uh, yeah, after that, remember that, right? After that call, yeah. I remember just thinking, man, there's soon to be a stand-up comedy club in Metro Manila, the first one in the Philippines, and then we're doing, the. there's the possibility of a multi-city, co- I mean, this is it. This is like, you know, the touring comedian dream, diba? And yeah. then the lady called again and she was like, okay, sorry, but I think we have to move the dates around because she said, oh, parang end of, end, of the, end of the month, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, sorry, before that call pala, I got a text from Star Magic because like I think it was around October of 2019 when Alex called people in in Comedy Manila and it's like look I'm trying to get this stand up comedy thing trying to get it more mainstream so I'm asking comedians who are free mag audition kayo sa sa ABS and all these things and Star Magic you know they were like hey if you're interested we want to sign you as talent so it was like cool when do you want to do the signing March 17, and I was like, Yeah, I'm not doing anything March 17. And then after I get that, I mean, this was that text was followed the call about the multi city tour. So, parang, oh man, you know, things are turning out, Jake. Things are turning out great for Micah and Dress, huh? We're doing pretty turning well, Jake. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, isn't that a, isn't that an expression? Tapos, organizer, they were like, oh, we have to shuffle things around because I hear there's going to be a lockdown in Metro Manila. And I was like, what? Are you serious? So we started going through Facebook. Oh, President Duterte gonna announce about a lockdown, possible total lockdown in Metro Manila. So uh, we tried not to worry about it. We went to dinner. Tapos pagbalik namin ng hotel namin, everybody was on their phones. Everybody was on their phones watching the live stream of President Duterte. And that's when he said, okay, total lockdown, yeah, Metro Manila. Huh? Yeah. You remember I remember that. that like, yeah. yung, the, uh, the late night with Rodrigo Duterte saga. The, like the first you, episode. Yeah. Your first episode. That was the first episode of the late night with Duterte. And... <laughs> We were like, fuck, what do we do? Dude, we didn't know what to do. So Friday, we called up yung... Because we were supposed to go back Monday morning. But we called up the... 
the next day we called up the the bus company yung Roro and we were like uh so what do we do and they were like look the next Roro out of Puerto Galera is on Saturday 10 a.m. I suggest you guys get on it because it, I'm already we've already gotten calls from all these people a lot of the afternoon buses are already booked uh you should probably go because uh, Mindoro, the Mindoro governor just said he was going to lock down Puerto Galera also. We were like, what the f-? All right, so we did. By And we found a really great Mexican restaurant by the pier sa, ano, sa, sa, atag dito, sa Puerto Galera. You guys should go. And, yeah, we, 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 we don't think we're, we're going to be able to go, Mikey, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know when, pero it will happen. We get um, back to Metro Manila on uh, Saturday afternoon, okay? And then, like, I remember my girlfriend and I talking about it. Na parang it sucks that we had to cut it short, but, you know, we still had fun, right? And then she's like, yeah, I'm worried about this lockdown. And I remember telling her, like, whatever. That's just, that's just all talk. That's not going to be anything big. Then Sunday, Sunday afternoon, I remember, nag-SNR pa kami, and SNR was packed with so many people. We did groceries. We decided we were going to stay with Kai's parents. And I remember, tama ka, Andren, like, nung paggabi na, like, because we finished yeah. shopping at around 5, 6 at night. Yes. Dude, wala nang traffic. Wala nang traffic. It's so Sobrang, creepy, no? Yeah. C5 was yeah. empty. And we were like, holy shit, where is everybody? You know? Tapos, we get back to to where they live, sa, sa, sa Pasig. In, in in Ortigas and we were looking out the windows and yung parang, you know wala dead fucking quiet and I remember the first day of quarantine it was so surreal you remember yeah. do you remember the first day of quarantine it was just one of those yeah. things like what the fuck's going on you know it's and a it Monday should be like that. Traffic. It should be like that Mikey because we were part of history eh? we are experiencing history at that moment brother I'm rolling my eyes at you. I'm rolling my eyes at dude, you. Fucking dude, <laughs> you're part of history, pirate. It's weird. Like you, you hear of the Black Plague, or like all of those fucking big diseases. That, oh my God, the yeah. this is our Black Plague. Yeah, I'm so I, glad I you said the word. This. I'm so glad you said the word plague. I'm not sure where you were going when you heard when you started the phrase with the word black. I'm, I was really glad you ended the plague. Thank you. Oh, that's a different plague. That's a different thing. Oh, oh my it. god. God damn it. Uh, so Alamayan, when we started when we started quarantine, there was, I think, a general sense of fear, a general sense of hopelessness, a general sense of um confusion. Because everybody was wondering again, uh Mike t- talked to us about what it was like, yung, how the Malaysian government kind of handled quarantine from your end kasi sa amin, it was um look it wasn't i'm not i'm not going to i uh, know it it the quarantine hurt a lot of people and honestly i don't know if the government could have handled it any better than they did kasi parang it was such an unprecedented thing yeah. you know like you put the entire country on lockdown and i i for one i was forgiving a little bit na parang look you guys can't I get it. You can't prepare for every scenario in this situation. Because when was the last time this happened? 1918 during the Spanish flu? 
and we weren't even <laughs> the Philippines yet. Yeah, people were riding bicycles with the big wheel on front. Pare. Yeah, exactly. So, people had the people had the twirly <laughs> mustaches unironically. <laughs> and, and everywhere and everywhere you went, you just heard the entire world was in black and white. May mga subtitles, What should we do? And then, and then after you open your mouth, it would fade to black. We would go into a void, and then you would just see text, and then we would show up again. I get it. The government, the Philippine government, didn't have a lot of. Um, they didn't have a blueprint for what happened. They didn't have a blueprint. They were have we didn't have anything to base it on. And the rest of the world didn't either. The Philippine government was like, Putayana, what the fuck do we do? How do we do this? US, what are you guys doing? And the US was like, I don't know. We don't know either. Europe, like, Putayana, we're kami alam gago. Nobody fucking knew what was going on. Europe, I, what are you doing? Stop asking us. Everybody's dying. Everybody's dying. And it was just the wildest. The first month was like the wild. I mean, I got into so many fights online. I cut ties with friends from high school because sa comments sa Facebook. Alam mo yun, parang ina, it was it was the weirdest fucking time. Yeah, dude. And now, and that, and we had to distract ourselves with like all of these things. But before that, Mike, what what was it like the first month of lockdown? What was it like in in Kuala Lumpur? And how did people feel about the way the Malaysian government handled things? Um, well, like you, like you, Mikey, I have no, I have no more solid concept of time anymore. Um, it's hard <laughs> to say what happened the first month versus what happened yesterday. Um, I can't really tell you, but I'll tell you the general consensus seems to be that um, they, they could have done a better job. A lot of people um, lost their means of making a living. Yeah. Um, a lot of people had to dip into their savings. A lot of people, you know, had to do other things just to make ends meet. Um, here's what here's what the Malaysian government did, which was um, uh, controversial. Because they have a they have a scheme here called the EPF, which is similar uh -huh. to what we have, which is just a SSS. Um, okay. So they have their own. It's like it's a sort of a forced savings that you have, and your um, you you usually put up maybe like five to uh, ten percent, and then your employer usually matches that, um, but a little bit more. So if you put up five percent, maybe they'll put up seven percent. If you put up ten, they'll okay. give eleven, and something like that. So you have parang parang doubling savings more every month. Um, what ended up happening was people were like, okay, wala kami pera. And then the Malaysian government started to hand out money, um, which was not enough. So what the Malaysian government said, okay, guys, good news. We are now allowing you to withdraw Oof. from your EPF funds. Your retirement fund, basically. Which one of the, one of the comedians here um, very funnily rephrased as it's over there. My phone's over there. 
why this comedian said that the um that that situation would be like if you went to a prostitute and then you paid the prostitute and then the prostitute said good news you can now jerk off in front of me and you're like why am i paying you um so that's it, it felt like it felt like a cop out because they're like this is my money already like you're just allowing me access to my money this is not a this is not a handout because yeah. i'm still i'm going to need this later on when i'm older so um that was one of the things that they didn't do well so i would say um you know not to knock malaysia specifically or the philippines i i don't think except for a few Anybody. countries i don't think i don't think anybody Very really few. handled it well um but what i think that's what we wanted to really like you know kind of talk about right now which is did it did it help are things better because you know before we before you guys give your opinion one could easily argue like okay things are bad pero things could be much worse and yeah. you're like yeah okay but and then like this is the thing i i was talking to this um with my wife and i said like they said okay the economy would be in a much worse position if things were if we let things be and then it's like how worse could things be and i'm going to talk here and i'm going to say something that maybe will be cancelable which Canceled. is which is like um if we let's say right now the number of people who died from covid is 5% okay 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 what if sure. the number what if the number of what if we just let things be what if we didn't shut down what how high would the number have gone i still would have been really fucking high like really fucking are you high. are you sure about that though I are you think sure so. about that? Because I think a lot wait, of people... Let, let, let me finish. Uh, let me finish okay, okay. Because my argument is like, I don't think it is. Because if you look at the number of people who are actually recovering on their own, like self-quarantining, they're recovering on their own, the number is pretty high. If you have a pretty good immune system, if you're relatively healthy, like maybe you're, maybe you're not feeling well for a little bit and then you're back to normal. Um... If the number of people who died with SOP is 5%, but you tell me the number of people who die because without SOP jumps up to 10%, you're telling me, are you saying then like, oh, Mike, hindi importante yung 5% na namatay? Hindi, importante yung 5% na namatay. Pero are we, are we saying mas importante yung 5% na namatay versus the sustainability of the economy versus everybody... Yeah living a normal life i think spock said something like that you the good the goods of the many the needs of the many outweigh the many outweigh those of the few but it's like here's the thing eh? parang, i was thinking about it the other day because what's his face in ograles or whatever his name is the national economic development person they kept saying we have to reopen the Philippines para sa economia, para sa economia. And I'm a I'm a dumb dumb. I don't know how the economy works, right? I just know we pay taxes. But my my question is like they keep saying para sa para sa economia, but how much of like our taxes actually go into 
the economy and not into politicians' pockets. Because parang did I tell you, Andren? Like I, our company had two bonuses this year. Okay. Had what? We had two bonuses this year. Okay. Okay. We had a profitability bonus, and then we had like a we had another bonus. I forget what it was. Anyway, both of them got taxed twenty five percent. 25% each. Diba? So parang, alright, I have no idea where that money went. Into the economy. Sure. Fine. It's good for the economy. I get it na parang, okay, you need businesses open so that people will spend money so that the businesses can hire people to give money. I And I get it, pero that's the thing. Eh. Lockdown was effective because science did prove that it is, COVID is one of the most infectious diseases that we've ever gone uh we, we've ever experienced the death rate was high it wasn't as high as say ebola or or aids or whatever but it was still an infectious disease and they didn't know how it would affect you know people at risk kids seniors yeah. and well, now we know and the thing is yung parang even if you survive diba james garaan he unfortunately you know, had COVID-19. Thankfully, he was able to recover. He managed to get through it, rise above it, whatever. And he is now he had COVID weird, free. He had this weird side effect, Mikey. Yung napapanot siya, no? Nung... <laughs> God damn it. That is genetic. Uh, but, you know, he was telling us that na parang even like almost siguro eight, seven, seven, eight months after he recovered, he's still trying to recover. And you see stories of people na parang this guy, I about this guy in the US na he had COVID March. He recovered in April. And until now, he still hasn't fully recovered. Wala na yung virus system niya, but it wreaked havoc on his respiratory system there was just so much damage and it's mm. just he will never be 100% ever again and he was 25 years old so parang it was just it was sure maybe it wasn't completely fatal but it would have collapsed at least the philippine healthcare system diba man i had been talking for such i was talking for such a long time what point did i get cut off no, no, no. You, you, were, you, were, you, were, you were, you were, you were, you were, you were just oh, listening. Okay. Oh, so no, 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 freeze. I'm not being, so, I'm not being insecure. <laughs> so, um, I get what you're saying, Mikey, about that. No, pero, like, I don't know if that, 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 that thing that you mentioned, that story of that person, that you know. Um, will never be the same again uh, physiologically because of of getting COVID. If that is anecdotal, because where it is anecdotal. I'm sure for, I'm for every story that that you hear that. How about the stories of the people that got it and they're fine now? How about the stories of the people who never knew they got it, thought they had the that cold is true also. That's so a lot. The, that's a there, lot. There is a lot. There is that rena. Yung mga anecdotal rena parang. They're yeah. asymptomatic, but I feel like that's also scary. Because you have documented cases of people getting the disease and being ravaged by it, 
And then you have the stories of people who were asymptomatic, who had the disease, tapos they just never had any symptoms. Pero yun na nga, yung parang, I wouldn't want to get COVID-19. I don't want to. So I feel okay. like a lot of the things that the government, at least in the Philippines, what they tried to do was to keep everybody in their homes, give it a couple of weeks, you know, as a press pause on everything, give it a couple of weeks, and we'll be fine. The problem was yeah. people didn't know, like, how are we going to get food? Now we're out of jobs. And at least in the in Malaysia, you had this EPF thing. We didn't have that. We didn't have access to yeah, SSS. Mikey, and then we, I was going to say, we had fucking sardines and a bag of rice, pare, and a pat on the back. We had sardines in the bag. Then we, you couldn't even no, get no. the pat on the back because it's like, oh, I, up, up, COVID. I, sardines I, lang I, I, I would say then that, that I mean, com- comparatively, you know, a lot of places, you know, got more or less of what you know. Every it's not it's not a fair world, you know. People are not going to all get yeah, definitely not. Pero I, for me, because look. We can, it's, I think it's very easy for us to kind of criticize and say, you know, they could have done better or blah, blah, blah. Um, the, the thing that we started when we were talking about, when we started this topic was, did it help? And I would say, I guess it did, but yeah, only in this, only, it, I don't, I think it only helped in um, one specific thing. It only helped us think about what are we going to do about the next pandemic? Because I don't think we did a good job with this one. So I think we survived. We did well enough that we enough of us survived. Enough of us had very strong opinions on it that we might, you know, uh, rethink everything moving forward. There was this, um, I wanted to discuss this on some other topic, but there was this thing about what will never be the same again after, you know, after COVID. And um, it was like, you know, it will never be um, hugs, giving hugs, um, giving handshakes. Um, I don't uh, care. I'm going to hug, hug the both of you when I see you guys. I, I, I'm not yeah. going I'm, to. I'm going to respectfully decline. I, um, <laughs> I, think, I think that, I don't think, I don't think, um, we did the good job with this one only because nobody knows what was the good, what was we, what we were supposed to do anyway. Because it's very hard to control people on a deep. It's it's one thing to tell people you're not allowed to do a specific thing, and I'm going to police you when you violate. Like bawal mag jaywalk, and the way you police mm-hmm. that, you guard the place where people jaywalk. How do you guard people from? being too close from one like they're telling people when you're in the house mag social distancing kayo sira ulo ka ba paano kung paano kung one bedroom yung studio apartment lang paano mag social distance oh, sa labas kami sa labas kami yung mga tao sa labas lang ng bahay like oh, if i want to have sex diba oh nga like diba like i mean i mean and then it's not lie pero um <laughs> hey, you're not lady ko she wants some action. Oh god! Oh my! Someone, How old was your landlady? Andre, Andre, let's let's not, no, no, let's not, no, let's let's not besmirch uh, the people who have standards. Pare yung yung si Tita pare para siyang buto ng mangga kahit dried up na may asim pa din pare. Tang ina, 
Oh my God. Well, hindi <laughs> naman siguro nakikinig ng, ng podcast na to, but that uh, was Very disgusting. Nice. That was gross. Anyway, my thing about it is, um, did it help? I don't think it helped. Um, I think we could have definitely done better if you look at a lot of, like, the, the one thing I keep thinking about, this one talaga, sobrang important sa akin, is every, like, I was talking to my wife this other day, you know who I feel sorry for? The Ooh. people who are in college right now taking up HRM. Oh, God. Because <laughs> yeah. what kind of future are they going into? Right? Are, did a lot of people shift courses when this thing started? They're like, oh my God, really? A pandemic? That's all it takes? And then all of a sudden, we're non-essential workers. We are gone. We are not, we are no longer important. And yeah. it's, you just feel for them because uh, it's, it, they, they um, can you imagine, can you imagine the people, the, the people sa pang philosophy, the mga, mga philosophy na courses, yeah. like, ah, wala kayong trabaho. Like, if the philosophy yeah, people are making fun right. of you for not yeah. having job prospects, it's pretty bad. So, um, it's it's a lot of these things. And the people who are supposed to work in hotels, in restaurants, I feel sorry for them because it's, we almost completely disregarded their life. Because um, I'll just end it on this point because I have a lot to say, pero you know, there's this phrase. I don't. I don't know who, which one of you. I think maybe. I think maybe Mikey shared it or whatever. Someone shared it where like, uh, there's not. There's no such thing as an essential worker. We all need to work because we all need to make a, make money and we all need to live. So there's no such thing as essential. All work is essential because otherwise, then then we can't. You know, we can put we can put food on the plate. We can put uh, food uh, uh, a roof over our head. So. Um, there has to be a more comprehensive way to think about, okay, we have to figure out a way wherein people get, people still get to do their jobs, people still get to make a living, pero we still are able to make sure that people are not getting sick. And um, I feeling ko, feeling ko yung naging gut response ng mga tao is to, ano, is to, um, gut response ng government was to like shut down. Shut down tayo, shut down na tayo. And then, that's it. And they're like, okay, we did our job. We shut down. Tapos, wala kayong ginagawa. Ha? Nanguhuli kami ng mga tao lumalabas. Kasi gusto kasi... I think that was the problem. I think that was the problem was that I think I agree and disagree with you in a way. Or maybe, no, I just agree with you, I think. I'm I leaving, think... I'm leaving. I don't like people disagreeing with <laughs> I leave it. One year <laughs> later, we're here. March 2021. We're about to celebrate well, not celebrate, we're about to commemorate one year under lockdown in the Philippines. Did the lockdown help? No, not because I don't think lockdowns help during pandemics, but more of, they just really mishandled it. Na parang, okay, on one hand, I get it. The government, let's be fair, na parang, they didn't know. They had no blueprint. They had no one to look to. The gut reaction, like you said, Mike, was, Lockdown, nobody leaves their homes because if you leave the home, you increase the chance of like transmitting the disease. Okay. But then they kind of stopped there. They were supposed to think of, all right, how do we go about with the economy? 
how do we continue to operate this machine that we call the Philippines if exactly. we're not allow, allowing ourselves to go out? Because if we go out, we increase the chance of people getting this really strange disease. And instead of thinking about it, they were like, yeah, nah, let's just give the police more guns, man. That was parang, it was yeah. just, okay. Let's shoot after, the virus. Let's shoot let's the shoot, coronavirus. Let's shoot the coronavirus, diba? <laughs> so when finally, when ECQ, the, the what was ECQ, what did ECQ mean again, Andrin? ECQ extent, no. Enhanced, uh, enhanced, enhanced community quarantine. Enhanced. Yeah, yeah, enhanced community, extreme <laughs> community quarantine. Extreme, extreme, enhanced this, community quarantine. This Sunday, finally this Sunday with an extreme community quarantine. Extreme, extreme. And the latter half of 2020 was a lot of parang cities and provinces in the Philippines starting to open up, going into GCQ. So many people were worried that parang during Christmas chaka New Year's cases were going to spike and it did. But not I, I don't think as much as people thought it would. Um ayun na nga eh. so parang it was just I think going on lockdown was a good idea. Yeah. Staying yeah. in lockdown is also a good idea. But it's not the only idea that you should be running. Now there yung parang you can't just be like everybody stay in your homes for two weeks and then let's just go out after. I mean, props they did have the whole parang okay, we'll we'll do a hundred uh, parang fifty percent capacity, thirty percent, fifty percent, seventy percent capacity, so on and so forth. But they never really thought about it from a medical point of view. They never really thought about parang investing in vaccines at the start. I mean, anian about. Magkano yun, Andren, yung sinabi na gagamitin for how much were the, was the Philippines going to spend for vaccines? Parang 70 around, billion? Billion out of billions siya eh. Yeah, yeah, around, around that. Like mga 70 yeah. billion pesos. But like the first batches of vaccines that we got were donations and we're waiting for even more donations. So parang, what do you, where where'd the money go? Did you buy a boat? I didn't get a boat. Did you buy a boat no, for Mark, everybody? Someone is enjoying a fucking a, a great sardine meal with rice. A lot of the things that the government did were band-aid solutions. Ayun nga yung parang putay that that fucking uh let's give everybody ano tawag dun, yung ano ayuda. Ayuda. Yeah. Yung mga ayuda na pina, pinamigay ayuda, nila. Man. Yeah, yeah. Are you the me? Are you the me? And um, dumb. Ano yung ayudan na binigay nila jan sa Pangasinan? And oh wait, you weren't in Pangasinan um, during. Sa Manila. Um, weirdly enough, um, medyo decente. Like, uh, I got four pancit canton. Uh, four. But this four, was in QC. Four, this was in uh, QC. Yeah, QC. QC. So I had to make this last for a week, though. Uh, apat okay. na pansit so what did canton, you get? Apat na, apat na sardines, isang supot ng ka, uh, bigas. That's weirdly enough. So, Shale, may Hereford na corned beef. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Those are expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, like, right, maybe Duterte the... isn't that bad a person. 
I guess Duterte was all right all along. But <laughs> <laughs> next week, Pure Foods, and I'm like, okay, fuck the government, man. But Did you get the uh, No, we kasi we were uh, nung nag start yung lockdown, my girlfriend and I spoke to her parents, diba? <clears throat> na parang, and they wanted ah, us to okay, stay yeah. here also. Okay. They wanted us to stay here also, so we offered to give money. Na parang, you know, we want to contribute to to the household and stuff. And yung yung sister ng girlfriend ko, she was also staying here. So she was like, all right, everybody contribute. So and fortunately enough, the yung subdivision ko saan sila nakatira, I'm not gonna say where. But they there were a lot of people within the community na parang look, I I know a guy who knows a guy who can deliver eggs. Does anybody need eggs? I'll order for you. So, parang there was this community, oh, no, parang yeah. supermarket, right? Yeah. Nag-ano eh, dun mo nakita yung bayanihan ng mga tao. Like, yeah, you hear yeah, about actually. bayanihan. Nagkaroon, yeah. nagkaroon ng actual bayanihan. One good yeah. thing to come out of this, this, this ridiculous mess. So, <clears throat> we were, when the Pasig government asked people na parang sino yung gusto ng ayuda, a lot of the people in this community... Uh, this household included, we're like, look, just give it to somebody else in need. Kasi kami hindi namin kailangan. Give it to somebody else in need. Diba? There are a lot of those. And, okay. alam mo yun, yung parang great, diba? And, and we trusted the Pasig City government. Vico Soto, fucking baptism by fire, really, <laughs> into the political world. He's doing a very good job with Pasig. He really is uh, he really is Pasig Jesus right about I'm not Alamo, I'm still I'm not calling it. I am not saying he is the hope of the future because I don't want to get my heart broken because he's doing such a good job. I'm waiting for the for the other shoe to drop Alamayan. Sangol? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, ano, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed by what he's doing, pero ayong, I don't want to jump on the Vico Soto bandwagon. I do think that he, he seems like the kind of guy I kind of want to hang out with. Alam mo parang, hey man, like parang pick his brain, that sort of thing. But, and now, one year later, he is still doing a very good job. So, Parang, was it helpful, this whole fucking lockdown? I mean, I think it was necessary. I disagree with Mike in the sense that I feel like the death toll, the death, <laughs> you just don't like people disagreeing with you. Taina, no wonder binubugbug mo yung anak mo every night. Um, he knows what he did. <laughs> or didn't do. Um, so yeah, it was just, I don't, I think that if they didn't have a lockdown here in the Philippines, I think mas drastic yung death toll, mas drastic yung nangyari. We would have had so much worse of a time, especially considering our our healthcare system is notoriously bad. 
Yes. Did you hear about that? By the way, we have 15 billion pesos missing from PhilHealth. You know, the government insurance, the government healthcare system. Oh, yeah. Remember billion that, pesos. You fucking right. but here's, No, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So they sacked the, the PhilHealth chief or he resigned or whatever. Basically, he disappeared from everybody's radar. And okay. this other guy replaced him. He was appointed by Duterte, an ex-military man, obviously, because Duterte likes to jack off the soldiers. So he put this guy in charge, and this guy says, look, nobody stole the 15 billion pesos. We just can't find it. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Yes. I mean, it. not that we can't find it. More of it's been liquidated. And when senators and Congress was asking, it's like, okay, uh, it was liquidated. What does that mean? And they're like, it, the money has been spent on, on, on things. And they were like, all right, what things? <laughs> Liquids. <laughs> Liquids. They were, and then they were, and then actually, because this guy said, oh, yeah, we disbursed a lot of that money to these clinics, that clinic, this clinic, that clinic for their programs, including this, 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 and that. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have the receipts and everything. And then the Senate was like, yeah, you're not, you weren't supposed to use that money for that, though. You were supposed to use it for the pandemic. And then suddenly they were like, oh, yeah, no, it's still liquidated. We still can't find all the receipts. So I thought, you just showed us receipts. And they were like, mm, no, we did not. And it was just like. Mm, so it's no. your fault? <laughs> so parang. I think it would have made so much sense. It, no, sorry. It did make so much sense to have us on lockdown because the, we didn't it's have... The time tested, it's the time-tested it wasn't me defense. It was the no. time-tested... <laughs> it was an, it, uh, the, the new PhilHealth... The new PhilHealth chairman is um, Shaggy. Shaggy Rodriguez. <laughs> wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Who else could it have been? The 50 billion funds. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me. So, so it's like, all right, you know what? Whatever. US the vacuna. Wasn't me. <laughs> so, parang, I, I look I know like what you're saying. New Zealand, saying New, Zealand New Zealand did the same thing. They went on total lockdown. Then they slowly reopened. And then by July, they were able to kind of contain the virus. And then a couple of months later, they had to go back on, on limited lockdown because there were cases again. But the, the thing is, you could trust their government to do the right thing. You couldn't trust our government to do the right thing. So parang, I get what you're but saying. It's, uh, but it's, it's not an assurance. But for me, it's like it's, for me, I still, I really dislike the idea of putting everything on the government because it leaves us stranded. Parang wala tayong say. Like, the government has very limited say in what we do as citizens, I believe. Because um, otherwise, kasi sure. I, 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 I dislike the idea that somebody else has you know, power or say over my life. I, I, I don't want that. So, You're married. You know that. Okay. 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 What happened in New Zealand was, you know, a, a testament to, you know, a good, 
a good uh, good, good uh, governance good manda- mandates and governance by 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 New Zealand government but it was also partly done by the people the people there in New Zealand were significantly less it's e- it's easier to manage that group they're a small island um very limited here's ports the thing. Of no but here's the thing mike did you know that new zealand is actually bigger than the philippines but yeah but how many Total. how many but like the, look the, the the population ratio of new zealanders to sheep is like you know it's 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 you know for every seven sheep there's one new zealander um, so well, okay. You know, do you know what the population of the Philippines is as of 2021? I'm going to guess it's about 105 million. Ikaw, Andren. 50 billion. <laughs> and of course, Andren is already he's, drunk. He no, swing for the fences. The population no. of the Philippines just... as of 2021 is at an estimated 111 million. 46,913. It's uh, has a lot of anguli. All right. Sa loto, sa loto, it's yeah, Actually, po, ano yung program mo, Andren? President Bernardo's um, piso para sa bayan. Everybody so, give up. Piso para sa Astig. So everyone <laughs> donates. In the, in the whole Philippines, donates one peso to a particular person in that day. So that's so the money right. circulates. Yeah. All right. Ilan ilan yung population ng Philippines? 111 Philippines had 111 yeah. million. Do you know the population right. of uh, New Zealand? I just checked 4,860,000, diba? But that there are is land size insane. That is insane. But the, do you the, know the, the difference? The difference is, is insane. insane. Right? Tapos, do you know it's, the the land it's not size? Not even fair. I mean, okay, they have a lot. They have a lot of land. They have a lot of land. But no, but that's no, but not here's the, the thing. The Philippines is approximately three hundred thousand square kilometers. New Zealand is two hundred sixty-eight thousand eight hundred thirty-eight. So in the span of things, that's not much of a difference. Yung land size natin, chaka yung land size ng New Zealand is practically comparable. So like fucking. Harry Roque huh? straight up lied through his teeth when he said, New Zealand is such a tiny nation. It's so tiny, you can't compare us. It's like, actually, we can if we're talking about straight up land size. Well, we're not talking about land size. Obviously, we're talking about managing people. No, so but that's, that's what I think he was talking about land size. We're talking about, we're talking about population. Okay. You are correct. Well, I think, they are I think, a small I think we, can all, we can all categorically agree that, you know, fuck Roque. Pero, Harry Roque is a piece of shit, yes. But... New Zealand having only 5 million people. And that's why, that's also why I respect New Zealand because New Zealand's not like boasting like, check us out guys. Fuck you guys. How come you guys can't do it? Because they know like we only got a few people. So we, we, we're we not going to talk shit because we got we, th- we got things a little bit easier than, peop- uh, than, than other countries. So I would yes. say 105 million. Managing 105 million versus managing um, less than five million, it's not even it's not even a, a correct comparison. No, it's so not a correct comparison. I would I I would have to say then that um, we we I, th- I think we could have done better. I think everybody did. It's 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 this thing about um, 
pag um, pag nasa shopping pag nasa shopping ka pag nasa grocery ka pala tapos pag nasa grocery ka nakikita mo yung cap yung you're like what do i what do i buy what do i buy and then you see this person say uy that person bought cereal he looks healthy I'll also buy cereal oh that person that person bought some vegetables and chicken I'll also buy vegetables and chicken tapos pagdating mo dun sa cashier wala ka palang pera para sa binili niya kasi mas mahal <laughs> and like oh we can't keep doing that we can't just keep looking at our neighbors and comparing because we we're not we're not all in the same situation so i would say everybody basically copied or did some version of what they think is a good thing to do because ultimately we all have different goals. Okay. yeah okay. exactly it's we, 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 um um it's ve- it would be very easy for us to say the government didn't do enough and i think on some level yeah maybe they didn't do enough but i would say ang tigas din ng ulo ng Pilipino, ang tigas ng ulo ng Malaysians. In general, matigas yung ulo natin lahat. Pag, sinab- pag sinabi sa atin, ginagawa natin to para, um, para sa mga, uh, bawal, bawal mag-social distance. Uh, kailangan mag-social distance. Oh kailangan nakamask ka palagi. Tapos bilang, oh, pag, pag, yung mask ba, okay lang ba kung ano? Um, yung mga tao nag-mask, pero yung, yung kita yung ilong, like, yeah. what are you doing? Where do you think the virus is going to go inside? Why are you not covering your your nose may book, the whole eh, may book may book naman yung loob ng ilong ko eh so that will catch the virus and turn it into a kulangot i is, this is the last thing i'll say about it kasi we, we can probably talk about two more hours about this i would say the problem stay stems in the fact that in general people don't like being told what to do yeah my quickest example is this sinabi sa philippines masyadong grabe yung traffic so ang gagawin natin, mag-odd even scheme tayo para mabawasan ang kotse sa kalye. Which makes sense. I think that almost certainly quart, um, quarters, at least the number of cars on the road. What is the first thing Filipinos did? Everybody car. bought a fucking second car. I but mean, Mike, I what's and, you know what's and funny? People, and then these same people are the ones complaining, wala kayong ginagawa, wala kayong ginagawa. You fuckers keep looking for loopholes to solutions we're already finding. That's well, the problem. Know, parang, you know what's funny is when I, I I would bring my friends from abroad. Like I had a friend who visited the Philippines. It was his very first time. No, it was his second time in Asia. His first time in Asia, he went to Hong Kong. He stayed there for a few or like I think for like a month. And then he went back to Europe. And then a few years ago, he, he rings me up. He says, hey, uh, you know, I just figured I've never been to the Philippines. I think I want to go. Can you uh, show me around? I was like, yeah, crash at my place. He stayed in the Philippines for a month. Okay. But the fir- his first week was here in Metro Manila. He stayed at my house. At the time, I was living with my grandmother. So I said na parang um, so we picked him up from the airport we we had a very pleasant uh, pleasant uh, night you know blowing each other and then the next day sabi ko let's go to the mall um, let's hang out you know and and shit like that diba so I so he's like all right cool and I said no okay we'll take a taxi we'll take a we'll take a cab to the mall and he was like Okay, no problem, but don't you have a driver? Don't you have like a private driver and a private car? And I had to explain, yeah, yeah, but we have this thing called um, uh, a, a traffic uh, coding, color color coding, 
color coding scheme where like you know certain cars with certain plate numbers they can't be on the road and he just laughed in my face and it's like yeah no that's not true so parang no 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 it it it's 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 the law like cars with plate numbers that end in number 2 cannot be on the road on Tuesdays days of Tuesday our car ends in a number 2 and he was like are you fucking serious and he was like yes that's how we try to manage traffic we get on the taxi Tomas Morato to BGC on a Tuesday afternoon, 2.30 p.m. kami umalis ng Tomas Morato. Umabot na kami ng BGC ng 5, 5.30. It was ridiculous. And he was just like, dude, I thought you said you had an tra- anti-traffic scheme where cars weren't allowed. Just so that it, the traffic gets better. And we were just like, yeah, that's just the Philippines for it. But here's the thing, Mike. I get what you're trying. You know what? I I don't want to get into it. We should we should wrap things up. But I was just going to say, na, I I get what you're saying. Na parang government should have very limited things to say about how a person should live their life. However, I feel like it is also government's responsibility to take care of its people. Not so much na maging caretaker government, but provide to provide a decent standard of living for all of its citizens. This mm-hmm. includes good infrastructure in all the cities, not just Metro Manila. Because mm-hmm. you're saying na parang we're arguing about, oh, should, like color coding, is it good or bad? Pero ang, ang to blame dyan actually yung mga Pilipino eh. Kasi, you know, they just buy second cars. And in a way, I agree. But also, in a way, if people's money, if the people's money was being used properly, we wouldn't have just one city in the Philippines because right now there only is one city. Sorry, Andrian, but it is. It's Metro yeah, it Manila. Is. Yeah, it's just Metro Manila. There's mm-hmm. only Metro Manila. It is the most yeah. developed. Like, are there any other cities comparable to Metro Manila in other in other in other provinces? Cebu? Maybe Cebu City, deba? Maybe Cebu, maybe Davao. Yeah. Okay, now we have three cities for a population of 111 million people. We mm-hmm. wouldn't need. A color coding scheme. If our provincial cities were developed properly, because people wouldn't want to. Why would you want to leave Pangasinan for Metro Manila? Pangasinan, like Urdaneta City, has pretty much everything that Metro Manila has anyway. So why would I want to fucking leave, diba? Why would I want to leave fucking I don't know, um, you know, Puerto Baral, fucking Nueva Nueva Oro or some shit, diba? Why would I want to leave this place? Metro Manila has all this dirt and crime. So many, We've got the same so many skyscrapers. So many regions. So many provinces you could choose from, uh, Mike. No, you you I, I couldn't think to. of one. You had to make something to. up. No, there's so many Nuevas. There's Nueva Ecija. There's Nueva Vizcaya. There's, so, it's, it's, there's only two yeah. Nuevas. Nueva Vizcaya and Nueva Ecija. And I didn't want to offend any of them. So I said Nueva Oro. I agree but with Micah. Like, yeah, we should just make... Like, let's transform the Philippines so that there are only three cities. Um, Cebu, <laughs> No, no, Manila. no. That's not what I said. That's not what so I like, said. So let's, let's just make it a super city. <laughs> so, Sakop ng Manila, ang Pangasinan, Olongapo. Basically, Luzon, yeah, yeah, Luzon. Sayas, and Mindanao. <laughs> oh, yeah. There should only be one yeah, city. a super city. So, <laughs> do Traffic no, would be gone. That is not what I said. That's not what I said, Andrin. What I said was all the provincial cities 
should be as developed as Metro Manila or better. That way, we don't we wouldn't have a traffic problem in the in Metro Manila because people would be going back to the provinces where their families are because now there are exactly. jobs there again and the standard of living is comparable to or better than Metro Manila. So, parang yeah. like in 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 well, in uh, Malaysia, there's not just Kuala Lumpur. You have other cities. Right, I don't know what they are, but I'm sure they. Johor yeah. Baru. Yeah, they, they probably sound like some curry ingredient or something. All right, yeah, they, that's it. We've, we've crossed over into racism now. It's it's not as uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, it's 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 the same. It's the same case everywhere. Not you know, not every city is going to be as developed as you know the capital city. Pero I get I get what you mean that um in the beginning we said you know there's a there should be some kind of caretaker system and then maybe if you know no, if I don't the government think there should be. if the sorry I, I mean in, I meant in what you said when if the government you know put things into place that you know if we had proper if we had a proper public um public transit system we wouldn't have to buy multiple cars and it's almost oh God, to the point where I'm, it's almost to the point Daddy, where I'm thinking you know, plan on you go on the super city Hindi natin plano yun. Plano mo yun. And then, and then, I'll tell you a little secret. When 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 my mouth stops moving, I, I drift away. I drift away. Isipin mo, like kumari yung basketball teams, pari, Luzon versus Visayas, sino hindi manonood yan, pari? Like 20 teams. Like 20 players per team. And I'm back. And I'm back. And I'm back. All right, that's it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope you guys had fun. Um, catch our other episodes of our of our podcast right here on Spotify. And um, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash live stream. We uh, stream every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7.30 p.m. until one of us um, gets bored and leaves. And um, also, also follow the three of us on our social medias, uh, at yes. Mike Sadi, at Mike Andres, at, I don't know what your, what's your handle, Andren? Andren Bernardo. At Andren Bernardo. And just look for us everywhere. And we, we usually post whenever we have stand-up comedy shows or whatever other things that we're on. Um, if you want more content like this, just follow us. And if you want to see other content from, you know, all our other funny friends, um, we also share those stuff all the time. So, you know, we're your one-stop shop for making sure you don't blow your brains out during the pandemic. This is true. Also, guys, if you like this show a lot, you know, that doubtful, but if you like the show a lot, uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash and uh, give us a little bit of that moolah so that we can uh, keep entertaining you and stopping you and from killing yourself. Even if you don't like this, you should give us money because that will encourage us to be better. See, that's how we learn. <laughs> so we just give... Just give us money and we'll be like, oh, I know what this money is for. This money is because we need to improve in a very, very minute detail. So that's what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, but that's why beggars never learn because they don't get any money, buddy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. All right, that's it. I hope you guys had fun. These were your hosts, Mike Andres, Mike Sadi, and Andren, soon to be canceled, Bernardo. This was Nagmamaronong. I hope everybody had fun. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye, bye. I'm waving. No one's going to see this.